0: Hello, welcome back and welcome to a new episode of the Traders Improved podcast. And yeah, I did restart my podcast, I think, last week with a little bit of a housekeeping episode where I brought you up to speed. I talked a little bit about current things happening, the Corona situation, and I got a lot of great and positive feedback. So thank you for that. And today's lesson or today's podcast, Um, was a request or it's based on an email that I got through Twitter. So if you have a, a topic request or a question that you would like me to talk about in the next episode or two, then you can reach out to me through all the social media channels. Just drop me a line. Please specify what the topic is, what the question is. And I may make a podcast just for your question. And I really rely on all your questions to come up with new podcast ideas because I want to make this as helpful for you as possible. So don't hesitate, send me your questions and I'm very, very happy to make podcasts if I have a a, a question or (laughs) if I have an answer to your question, that's the way. And today we are talking about FOMO, how to live with FOMO, how to live with the fear of losing, how to deal with it, and also how to cut out all the noise and how to just focus on your trading. And let's start with FOMO and FOMO stands for the fear of missing out. And how do you deal with that? I think this is a very, very common issue with many traders is that they have FOMO on so many levels in trading. FOMO is happening on a trading basis or on a trade basis when you want to enter a trade and you just. You don't want to wait anymore. You just want to get into the market. You want to open the trade because you fear that the price will run away. FOMO also happens on a, on a higher level where you just want your account to grow faster. You have no patience with your account. And you may realize that by adding more risk, by taking more trades. And this is also where how FOMO manifests in your trading. And, When it comes to overcoming FOMO, I think one of the best ways that cures FOMO is implementing processes, having very, very rigid processes and making, and also making rules a top priority. So what this means is that you know exactly what you're going to do and when you're going to do it. So when I wake up in the morning, there is no, There's no thinking, there's no planning anymore involved. I know exactly what I'm going to do in the morning because I set my schedule um, the day before or on the weekend before that. I wake up in the morning. I know exactly which charts I'm going to look at. I know in which order I know in which um, and what I'm looking at. Actually, I know all the rules of my trading system. I know how the best trades look like. I know what to look for in a good trade. And those are all things that help you deal with FOMO because FOMO is often caused by uncertainty and just having no idea what, you, what you're what you going to do. So one thing that helps really with FOMO is setting up processes. So what you can do is um, have a very, very strict schedule. Know exactly when are you going to prepare your charts, when are you going to update your charts. How are you going to update your charts? When do you do your journaling work? When do you do your review work? That will help a lot. And if you have FOMO because, or if you have FOMO on a trading or on a trade basis, so if you fear that the market will just run away, then what I would recommend is that you analyze your last week or last two or three weeks of your trading and you ask yourself, did you really miss trades? Is this really a reasonable fear to have? Or is this really a reasonable concern to have and do you really miss trades and does the price sometimes run away and you just miss good trading opportunities and if this happens you need to ask yourself when does it happen and why does it happen when there can be two reasons uh, and and why as well Um, you are either not in front of your computer maybe you are asleep or you are at your job then there's no way how you could have captured those trades and Missing such trades is not something that you should be worried about because there's nothing you can do. It's not really recommended to set your alarm in the night every two hours or every one hour to wake up, check your hourly candle and then to avoid uh, missing trades. You need to be okay with missing trades every now and then and that's totally fine. Or the alternative, you miss trades because you are just not paying attention. Maybe you have not a good routine, you don't have good processes and you're just not aware and you are just not organized enough. This is um, an approach or this is an area where you have actually total control. And this is where missing trades is actually your fault. Whereas when a trade happens during the middle of the night, that's not your fault. You just have to accept that you cannot catch all the trades. So if you realize that you are missing trades because you're not just paying attention or you're just unorganized, then you need to work on your processes. I always recommend using price alerts and I put price alerts at important um, support areas. I use price alerts to get notified about breakouts and price alerts help me to stay organized. I don't need to look at my charts all day long. I just put my price alert at a level where I want to just get notified And then I close my trading platform. And when I get an alert, I will open my trading platform and check. Is there something that I need to do? Is there a trade forming? And if there is, then I won't miss it because my my alert will help me. But otherwise, if you're not organized, you will miss trades. And that's that's really, really a big problem, because the more trades you miss, the more FOMO you will have and the more other emotional issues that uh, will, will come as well with that. And also one thing that I really is a big impact on FOMO is expectations or our expectations. I've seen it very, very often, the people with the most FOMO and people with the worst risk management, they have the highest expectations. You cannot turn 1,000 US dollar into 1 million in a month or in a year or even in two or three years. If you want to achieve such a goal, you have to be very loose with your risk management and you have to use no risk management at all. You're probably just over leveraging and taking way uh, positions that are way, way, way too big. And managing expectations is is the key because the higher your expectations and the more unrealistic your expectations, the more it will impact your, your actual trading approach. But whereas on the other side, if you accept that you may not get rich within one or two or three years, but you have a long term plan where you see yourself after five or 10 years becoming a good trader and then increasing your capital. This will obviously completely change how you approach trading. And the long game plan and managing expectations is going to help you with FOMO a lot because then it doesn't really matter do you miss a trade every now and then? That's not a big um, issue anymore because you don't need to double your account every week or every month. You just play the long game. So that's it when it comes to FOMO. Now we move on to the fear of losing and um, I, I know that is a huge, huge issue, fear of losing, nobody likes to lose money. And this is a, a big dilemma because in the beginning, it is very normal to lose money. You would not expect to become a trader or to start trading and just make money every single day. This I know some people have those expectations, but as I said in the beginning or in the previous point, managing expectations is very, very important. So in the beginning, it is normal to lose money and losses are are quite normal so you need to to deal with that somehow so you need to arrange um, yourself with that that you are just going to lose money however and this is really really important you need to make sure that you are not having big losses big individual losses so when you lose your whole trading account in one trade or You have three trading losses and it completely wipes out your whole um, profit for the quarter or for the last six months. That is a big issue. And those losses are not normal. And then of course, those losses are very, very scary. And then I would completely understand that you would fear losing. But this is based on no risk management. If you size your positions the right way, and if you use one or 2% per trade, then a losing trade doesn't really matter. It's just the loss that you take. It has a tiny impact on your trading account, and that's totally fine. You need to then make sure also in the next step to learn from your losses through record keeping, you journal them, you review them, and then you have a way of implementing um, changes. But you really need to make sure that you are avoiding those big, big losses. I think this is the reason why traders fear losses, because they don't size their positions and they use a position size that is way too big for uh, for their trading account. And when a single loss can wipe out 10, 20, or 30% of your trading account, yeah, that is scary, absolutely. But you failed to, to size your position the right way, and you failed with risk management. Traders are risk managers first and foremost. That's really important. So when it comes to fear of losing, You need to understand that in the beginning, losses are totally normal. You cannot avoid losses and you should not avoid losses. But you should make sure that you you don't have big losses because you size your positions the right way and you learn from your losses. So every week, every month, you go through your last uh, trades and you write down what are the lessons that you learned, what are the things that you did wrong. What are the mistakes that you repeated? And then you try to find ways how you can combat those things. And this is then how losses are really helpful. If you keep losing money, and even if it's just a little bit because you size your positions the right way, but if you don't learn from your losses and you have no way of actually reviewing your past trades, then you are doomed to repeat the losses. And even if those are small, the losses you you won't recoup them because you are you're just going to repeat them over and over and over again so it's really it's really important that you follow those pro uh, uh, those steps that you have no big losses and you learn from your losses and then you should not be afraid to make losses because every loss if you learn from it will bring you a little bit closer to to your goal and to just becoming a better trader slowly but steadily the last point of this podcast is Um, How do you approach cutting out all noises and just focusing on your trading strategy? And this is coming after, in my last podcast, I talked a lot about reducing noise, not watching news, um, not being so engaged on social media, because those things are all noise. But we need to, or we can, and yeah, I think we need and we should look at noise a little bit deeper. So what is noise? Noise are distractions that are not constructive that are n- and that are not useful. that is noise not uh, well on the other hand n- things that things that are not noise are, are things that even if it's um, output from the outside it, it's not necessarily bad noise. it can help you actually in your trading but most people what they are feeding or that they are exposed to is, is non useful noise so people on on social media for example if you follow 200 people and all of those traders have different trading approaches one trader is a stock trader one trader trades forex one trader is a long term investor one trader is on a day tra- is a day trader one trader uses price action the other trader uses fundamentals one trader may not have rules at all and then you follow those tweets and those ideas and even if you don't act on them uh, right away, very, very often they will influence your way of thinking. If you saw that one guy said, oh, Amazon, it's, it's, just, it's sh- just such a sure thing because of what happens in the world. And then on your trading, even though you have a very short-term approach, and even if your approach is maybe technical analysis-based and not fundamental, this will influence your trading decisions and your trading approach. So this is not helpful. So when it comes to social media or engaging with other traders in general, you need to make sure that you only talk to traders that have a very similar trading approach to you or that are just not have contradicting trading approaches because that is non-useful noise and it's just going to influence you in your own trading decision making. However, the other side of the coin obviously is that if you only talk to traders that have the same approach, it is very, very easy to get into a confirmation bias um, area where you're all using the same approach and you are you don't have anyone who plays the devil's advocate, so to speak. And you are you're just all you are just talking about the great setups. Yeah, this looks um, like a sure thing. And um, this is obviously also not really helpful. So if you are in a trading group or if you engage with other traders you need to make sure that you are also challenging each other's way and a little bit more concrete when i do this with my master class students a lot and very often in our master class in the chat room um, people post charts and they ask me does this look like a good trade and, and i'm not going to answer this with a with a straightaway answer but what I will often say is that, or what I would well I would ask them is that what would speak against this trade? What doesn't make this look good? And this forces the trader to look a little bit differently at their charts. Instead of just looking at the things that are great and all the filled or all the criteria and the tools that point towards a certain trading idea, it is really Important. It is really helpful to shake shake up those traders and just to to get them to look at their charts a little bit differently. And once you ask yourself what what doesn't look good about this trade, you will start looking for other clues about your charts, still within the framework of your system, but you are you are going to look at your price action a little bit differently. And I think this is very very helpful. And I try to combat confirmation bias a lot in our masterclass because this is, is, a, is, is can be a very big issue. But I am not feeding signals to my students and I always try to encourage their own thinking. So people post charts and they say, hey, this looks amazing. Uh, should I take this? What they don't, well, they think they want an analysis of myself. They want me to look at the chart and tell them, yeah, this looks great. But what they really want is that they want to give away responsibility about A trade that they are about to take, they show me the screenshot and they say and they ask me, Hey, Rolf, is this good trade? And then if I say yes, they jump on it. And if it doesn't work out, they they blame me, or they may not even blame me um, verbally, but in their mind they can justify the loss because they they might justify fight in a way that, well, Rolf said it and he must know it because he's the he's the he's the good trader. He's my mentor. Um, I just follow what he said, but a trader who who doesn't do that and a trader who takes full responsibility will look at a loss very, very differently. And you need to take full responsibility, full ownership of all your trading decisions. So you need, if you find, and long story short, if you're looking for a group with traders or if you look for to, to start a group or to join a group with traders, it's really important to understand. How much um, confirmation bias is there and are the ideas challenged? And more importantly, am I forced to make my own decisions and am I then able to take full responsibility for uh, for my decisions? That's really, really important. And then even if some people may consider it noise, it can be actually very, very helpful and it can be very constructive. So you need to really vet the the trading group and the trading environment that you're trading with. Um, Where where are they going? What approach are they following? And then is how you can reduce noise, how you can add good noise, so to speak, and how to further improve the way how you engage with other traders. So I hope this um, helps a little bit with those three topics. I really think that those are great um, topic ideas and questions that probably many traders have and struggle with. And I, again, as I said, I really rely on your, your feedback, your questions. If you want to make sure that I keep recording podcasts regularly, um, reach out to me, send me topic requests, ch- send me your questions, send me things that you struggle with, and I hopefully will have a way of helping you out. And that's it, yeah. So um, thank you for listening once again. Thank you for the support on the podcast. Until the next time, happy trading.